Welcome everyone. I am George Lord's aunt. I'm also just give me a minute. I just want to thank everybody and I would like to thank the whole world what it has done for my family today especially George. But I just want to make this statement. The world knows George Floyd. I know Perry Jr. He was a pesky little rascal. <laughs> but we all loved him. And I just want to thank all the mothers that are here today. And if you've got a nephew, and uncle, just hug them and just let them know we are for all these young black men that are coming up in this world today and just hug them and love them because we don't ever know when the time will come. I just want to thank each and every one of you. I have gained such a huge family all over the world. I have so many sisters and brothers now. I have aunts and uncles, and I just want to thank you all. There's too many names to remember, but God knows in his heart that I love this Floyd family. I love my sister, and I can't talk about George Perry Jr. unless I bring up his mother's name. Everybody, everyone know her as Miss Sissy in Third Ward, Cutie Home, Texas. <laughs> and I just want to say I love you. I love all the support, and my family know I do. And we all are one. Thank you. I just want to say that um, I'm going to miss my brother a whole lot. And I love, I just want to say I, to him, I love you. And um, I thank God for giving me, giving me my own personal Superman. I bless you all.
First off, I want to say hello. My name is Brooke Williams, George Floyd's niece, and I can breathe. As long as I'm breathing, justice will be served for Perry. First off, I want to thank all of you for coming out to support George Perry Floyd. My uncle was a father, brother, uncle, and a cousin to many. Spiritually grounded and activist, he always moved people with his words. Their officer showed no remorse while watching my uncle's soul leave his body. He begged and pleaded many times just for you to get up, but you just pushed harder. Why must this system be corrupt and broken? Laws were already put in place for the African-American system to fail. And these laws need to be changed. No more hate crimes, please. Someone said make America great again, but when has America ever been great? Those four officers were literally on him for nine minutes, and none of them showed they have a heart or soul. This is not just murder, but a hate crime. I share happy memories with my uncle. Now that's all I have, our memories. I still can't put myself together to how he's calling my grandma a name. I believe my grandmother was right there with open arms saying, come home, baby, you shouldn't feel this pain. No one should feel this pain. My most favorite memory with my uncle was when he played, when he paid me to scratch his head at the long days of work. <laughs> when he arrived at home, we even created a song about it called Scratch My Head, Scratch My Head. Yeah. <laughs> but after that, I knew he was a comedian. He always told me, baby girl, you're going to go so far with that beautiful smile and brains of yours. Whew. Another favorite memory is when me and my grandmother was so worried. I mean, she was crying. All I remember is me saying, Granny, it's okay. We'll find a way. But I wasn't entirely sure about how we were going to get to my uncle's PJ's wedding. We had no way to contact anyone. But here comes my uncle, busting through the door like Superman. <laughs> I was young, by the way, probably 10 or 11. My grandmother was, always, was also handicapped. And he had this big truck we had to ride in. I was wondering, how was my grandmother going to get in that truck? But he just placed it in the truck like it was light work. I never questioned anyone's strength. But it was unbelievable how my uncle and grandmother broke their backs to always see their children smile and made it way when it seemed impossible. <laughs> Quote, Tupac. I mean, Tupac, I'm sorry, y'all. Changes. You see, the old way wasn't working, so it's on us to do what we got to do to survive. America, it is time for a change, even if it shall begin with more protests, no justice, no peace. My brother and basically my other mom tells me this all the time, but God says high, but he looks low. Thank you, Houston. It's always love in the hometown. I really don't know what to say after my niece, but she told the whole story. But I wake up in the middle of the night thinking about my brother a lot because she couldn't believe it at first. 
But I see it now. All I think about is when he was yelling for mama. And I know how mama is. She's just right there. She got her hand wide open. Come here, baby. Every mama felt that. But when he yelled, please, please, I can't breathe. I stopped wearing ties. I didn't want to wear a tie no more because I wanted to be able to breathe. I went to memorials, no tie. I could have had one on, but right now, I want justice for my brother, my big brother. That's Big Floyd. Everybody know who Big Floyd is now. Third Ward, CUNY Homes, that's where we was born at, but we're going to be remembered, everybody going to remember him around the world. He's going to change the world. My mom, if she was here today, I honestly can say this, that she will be on that casket right now, trying to get in there with him. She's a real mom. A real mom. She's not going to separate from anybody. She's just like animals. They cling to their mom. I love y'all. Y'all showed a lot of support. I love y'all. I'm speechless right now. Good afternoon. Uh, my name is Cyril White and I am the director of To God Be The Glory Sports. Uh, I, before I came the director of To God Be The Glory Sports, I met Big Floyd. I spent so many of my college summers playing basketball with him. I would, uh, he had a good friend named Mike Riggs who went to Worthing, and I would go pick up Mike Riggs and we would go get Big Floyd. We'd be at Nettleton Park and McGregor Park and Sunnyside Park or wherever we can go find a good game. Well, then fast forward to 1998, I started a college exhibition tour team touring around the country, going to play different colleges and exhibition games. And Big Floyd, that was my first power forward. I would be calling around, trying to get contracts with the different schools. And the, co the coaches would ask me, who's your big man? And I would say, George Floyd. They'd say, oh, you got Big Floyd. OK, well, your team must be pretty good. And so then we would go off and play. And not only did George play on the team, but he recruited a lot of other guys from Third Ward and the CUNY Homes to come and join me. And a lot of those guys got college scholarships, and some of those guys even played professionally overseas. So it's been well established how much George Floyd was an avid sports fan and always about sports. And I was sharing with Lil Wu earlier this week that I've already secured a commitment for three acres of land here in Houston to do a George Floyd Memorial Sports Center. Uh, I, I just kept thinking about what could I do, what could I do, and I had a lot of support from around the world from my different sponsors, and yes, I had one guy step up and said, hey, Cyril, I can definitely provide the real estate, and we just work on the vertical improvements, so that's where we are with that. Um, one thing that we did, I'm going to get out here fast, at To God Be The Glory Sports, we read the Proverbs. That's what was our spiritual exercise to try to grow in practical wisdom as young men. We would read a chapter of Proverbs. Everybody would read two verses out loud, and then they pass the Bible to the next guy. 
right? So Sylvester Turner, our honorable mayor, said that today is George Floyd Day. So I'm going to read Proverbs chapter 6, the 6 and verse 9 through 11. And this is Big Floyd speaking. It says, how long will you lie there, you sluggard? When will you get up from your sleep? A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest, and poverty will come on you like a thief and scarcity like an armed man. Well, I can definitely see how Big Floyd has woken us up out of our sleep, correct? I mean, we're all up from our sleep. We are not slumbering anymore. This poverty and this scarcity talked about in the scripture, that is how we treat each other, humanity. We are poor in humanity. We are poor in empathy. But I can feel that everyone is going to rise, rise against injustice, and be sure that all human beings are treated the same so that George Floyd's memory will not be in vain. To the family, thank you for allowing me to speak and, and share this memory about Big Floyd. And to God be the glory to you all. Thank you very much. speak thus far about Big Floyd. I mean, great brother. We got a great family on stage. Great family in this church house today. Cuny Home family, extended family, found the praise church. Thank everybody. And um, one thing, you know, I'm being strong for my family. And one thing about Big Floyd, he'll tell me right in the liberal, be strong. Just be thankful for day to day and just 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 celebrate his life and happiness. He wouldn't want us weeping so hard, but you know, I'm trying, but it's very hard. <laughs> I mean, I got so many great members to share stories to tell, but you know, they're just getting stuck inside. And, and again, you know, no, 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 I got it, I got it, I got it. Oh man, but the one one of the best only things on my mind, honestly, we gotta seek this justice out for my brother and we gonna get it together. Everyone in this church, all the great city councilmen and women in this crowd, thank you very much. Sheila Oh my god. Sheila Jackson Lee, thank you. Master Best Eternal, Earl Green and the rest of you guys for comforting and calling us, letting us know for the last couple of days and week giving us y'all major support and everyone in the world, again, for the major support and love that y'all sharing and giving, inboxing, sharing these beautiful pictures. Thank you, guys. And we're going to keep this fight on, and we're going to do this together, and we all in it together, and we're going to finish this together. And united we stand, and again, we're standing for George Floyd, and thank everyone that came. Showing love. Once one more time. His life mattered, all our lives matter, black lives matter. His death would not be in vain. What's his name? First of all, I want to give all my honor and praise to God for giving me a chance at life and meeting my little brother for giving him his first security job. My little brother, 
my little brother was a friend. He was a mentor. He was a father. He was a basketball player. He was a football player. But most of all, he was a human being. And if I tell you, I never could say no to this kid, out of all the flaws and trials and tribulations that we go through, what we went through, all the times it get make me mad and make everybody mad, we still love him. I couldn't say no. So when the family came to me and asked me, did you go speak? I will speak, I will keep on speaking, I will fight, I will fight, I will fight, because I've been fighting for him, and I will keep on fighting for him. You know, we ask ourselves who we meet and who we come encounter with in life. I came encounter with, and we all came encounter with, if you knew him, a ghetto angel. A ghetto angel, a brother. You know, you hate evil, but you love good. And what my brother was, my little brother, was good. You can't slam his name with me. You can't talk bad about him to me. Because I knew him. And if you knew Floyd, if you knew Floyd, if you know Jew, if you knew Jew, you understand the words coming out of my mouth. And I ask you, fight for my brother. Help me fight for my brother. Help the family fight for my brother. Because he was someone. Thank you. The family thanks you. And I will not give up on you, bro. I love you, little bruh, and I got you.